0: song back up there real fast, before that one, we have come into his house, I love this song, because I make it personable, and I like to do that a lot, so I'd like to sing it again, and instead of we have come into his house, I want to say, just like you're singing it to him. We have come into your house. Father, I thank you for this opportunity to come and share what you have put on my heart with your people here tonight. First of all, I ask God that you just let me step aside and you step forward and let it be your voice and your word and not mine or my intellect. Just let it not be my knowledge, but come from you. We praise your name, Jesus. We came here to see you, to be in your presence, to hear a word from you thank you lord for using me the way that you will use me and i thank you for using the gifts in this church although we may just be small but we are a mighty few as long as we turn to you and seek you first in everything that we do i thank you for this building i thank you for this opportunity and i thank you for the blessing that it is and I thank you for the blessings that will come and the growth that will come from us being right here in Town Center. Father, just be with every one of us. I ask that you open everyone's ears and let them hear what you have for them and open their eyes that they can see into that next dimension to see you standing here ministering to them. Let them see the, the just all the angels that have come to just hear you speak not just the 20 of us here in this room, but we are packed out with heavenly hosts. Thank you so much. Satan, we put you on notice. You are not welcome here. You cannot stand here. You have been defeated, beheaded, and hands cut off. God cannot stand. And I take authority over you in the name of Jesus. Christ, and I cast you out of this place and I cast you off of our lives. We bind you and every demon in the house of hell and in the blood of Jesus Christ. Just like our prophets, that house of hell give way. You have no authority to hold us any longer. Jesus, we thank you, we love you and we praise your name. I do not think I'll keep the jacket on long, but we are going to see how long it lasts. I would first like to start in one that I hope we all know, but we're going to dig it up a little bit and we're going to go to Psalms 23. Thank you. Psalms 23, it is a well, wow, I just got really loud, it is a well known, it is songs, people quote it, people put it on bookmarks, so I got a new Bible, and it's going to be my new preaching Bible, it's a Schofield study system, and I've just, I am absolutely in love with this Bible, with the the notes, and the, the way that it breaks things down, and For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. You may be seated. So these might just seem like very facetious questions. I'm good. As long as y'all can hear me and as long as the recording can hear me, I figured out why it's so hard. I've been trying to figure out this is completely off topic. The sound in old churches, of course, travels better that way than it does this way. And it's literally just this four inch platform which makes this wall smaller, which makes this whole thing a megaphone. So we're shaped like this. So it funnels all the sound that way. I thought about that last night anyway. Okay. Do you believe this book? This book? Do you believe it's from God? Malachi three, six old Testament, right? Barely Old Testament, but it's Old Testament. A lot of this just got added during praise and worship, so I don't have my cheat my cheat sheets here. Three six, for I am the Lord. I change not; therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. I change not. So the title of this message. Is I was, I am, I will be. So that's Old Testament. So you go, okay. So a, a lot of people have this. Well, the, old, the God of the Old Testament was mean and angry and wanted to strike everybody down. But the God of the New Testament is loving and forgiving. And well, now you're saying he changed. So the Old Testament says I changed not. So now you go. Well, matter you saying he's old and angry and so let's go forwards Hebrews 13:8 I hope everybody here knows that one too that is just some key verses well if I can get there 13 and 8 very simple Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever So in the New Testament, Jesus says, I am seven times. Think that's a coincidence? Throughout the Bible, God is called by how many names? Seven times. He has seven names. Some of them we don't. It's hard for us to understand. They were written in Hebrew. But seven names. And I was reading an article a little earlier, and it said that once it's written down, it cannot be erased. It's that powerful of a name that when you write it down, you cannot erase it. Over 300 times the Bible says, I am in reference to God. 300 times. Something I learned the other day And I wanted to share it with everybody in Hebrew letters have a numerical value. So if I were to tell you to turn to one one, I would say Aleph Aleph. That means one one, but it's also a letter. Genesis one one though, begins with the word bet B E I T. Why not Aleph? If it's one one, why not Aleph? Because Aleph was saved for names of God. Elohim, Emmanuel, Adonai. Revelations 22 21 ends with the word Amen. The last letter being N, E N. So if you put both the first letter in Genesis 1 1 and the last letter in Revelations 22 21, you get the Hebrew name Ben. That name means son, S O N. So from beginning to end, the Bible speaks of the Son, Jesus Christ. From the first letter, not just the first word, to the last letter, it says Son. Psalms 118 is the middle of the Bible. Psalms 117 is the shortest. Psalms 119 is the longest chapter. There are 594 chapters before Psalms 118 and 594 chapters after Psalms 118. If you add up all the chapters minus Psalms 118, you get 1,188 for Psalms one eighteen eight. 8. So let's go to Psalms 118 and 8. Got to get used to where things are in the new Bible. I'm not as fast as flipping as in my small Bible. Everybody agreed that they believe everything that's in here. I showed you quickly that the Bible says that he was and not going to change both Old and New Testament. Psalms 118.8. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. That's the exact middle of the Bible. Do you believe that you were uh, you were destined to be here before the very Foundation of the earth brother Sam's Talked about it a lot well I got the Numbers I got the numbers for each and Every one of you to be sitting here This is what it took in order for you To be born you needed two parents, four grandparents, eight great grandparents, 16 second grandparents, 32 third great grandparents, 64 great great grandparents, one or f- fourth great great grandparents, 128 fifth great great grandparents, 256 sixth great grandparents, 512 seventh great grandparents, 124 eighth great-grandparents to 2048 ninth great-grandparents so over the past 400 years and 12 generations you needed 4094 ancestors to sit in this room think of all the trials hard times death struggles battles love stories expressions of hope sadness happiness for your ancestors to go through just so you could be born. Let's bring this home a little bit so that you could be born. There are more people here today that are not from the state of Kansas, much less the Wichita, Bentley area, than there are from Wichita. So how did the 20-something of us End up in Bentley, Kansas, in a church that's two years old. 4,094 ancestors for you just to be born, and then think about what you went through, and then how you moved around some of us around the world, some of us around the United States to end up right here today, and then you dare to say, many people dare to say that, oh, it's just a coincidence. That there, there was no hand in that. For many of the world to deny the very God that, make, that the many of that 4094 prayed to to ask for help through those hard times. For many to choose to walk away from God, to deny his existence, to refuse the creator, the maker, the almighty as their headship. Let him be your head tonight. Put him first in everything. So why are you here tonight? Why did you come tonight? Brother Sam kind of brought it up. Why did you come? Some of y'all didn't have a choice, but many of y'all have your own cars. Why did you come to this service tonight? Why did you come last night? Why will... You come back tomorrow morning. What do you expect from these three meetings? We all like to show up and go to other meetings. And when we have guest pastors come, you know, we'll pack the place out with people. And whether it's over there or over here, we've gone to a couple meetings in Amarillo and Pawnee and, you know, here and there in Claremore, Oklahoma. And. A lot of them, they'll always say, there's normally not this many people here. A lot of those churches are not very large. You know, like 20, 30 people, 40. Maybe on a good day, you have a lot more. But for the most part, when you have meetings, when you have those big meetings and those guest ministers come, you get tons of people from all over America, which is amazing. Don't get me wrong, but why can we not have that same feeling in these three nights? Why can we not have that same revival with just the 20 of us? Amen. You, Brother Sam's talked about this where two or three are gathered. Right. So they came over and helped us, Aaron and Brother Sam came over and helped us move a desk from the garage into the, into the house today, and the Tennessee game was on, and we were talking about last week's Tennessee game. They set a new record inside that stadium, 160-something thousand people. 125.4 decibels at a football game. Could you imagine if just 22 of us got that loud inside of here? Yes, sir. That's right. 125 decibels. That's louder than a chainsaw. And it was just people rooting for a football game. And yes, it was a big occasion. They haven't won, but what, what stock do you have in that football game? What stock did any of those 160,000 people sitting in the stands have in the couple hundred that played the football game? You didn't contribute, you just came here. We have a lot of stock in the reason that we're here. This is literally eternal. Life or death. Hey, yes it is. Are you here to see me or brother Sam? Do you only come to see your friends or acquaintances? Maybe you only come for the music. If you're not here to see Jesus face to face, then why even show up? I come expecting such big things that I want to not even be able to stand. Brother Wayne was talking about he was in his services down there in um, yeah, in Louisiana, that he had been preaching and he saw a guy come through the wall walked through the pews. Nobody else is looking at him, so we know that it's not of this dimension. Because I'll tell you right now, if everybody here saw somebody come through the wall, there's probably going to be some mass panic for a couple seconds, and then we might realize that's a good thing. And he was like, all right, you know. And then he was preaching, and he was getting no amens, no claps, nothing. He said it was just crickets. And he was like, Lord, am I even on what you want me to preach on and a light came in, danced around and then went out All right, good enough so we've kind of talked about it a little bit but not to brag on me it is not me, I just want to share that with everybody this has nothing to do with me but God has given me gifts to see things sometimes, I see colors on people sometimes I see dark things on people and we prayed for them and some of y'all were there, well last night It was, I saw a light dancing around this window. And I didn't know what was on the window because it was dark. So today I came in and I was like, oh, that's the birth of Jesus. That's when Jesus came to us in a humanly form. That's what started the reason that we're in here. That's why we can be in here. And that's why we want to be in here. So Psalms 23, he gives us eight names. I know like a lot of it, you, you go, oh, well, it only says uh, one or two things. It only calls him by name once or twice. Well, in all those he's, he leadeth me. i got to get back to it now. My Bible is somehow flipped. So in verse one, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. We are given the name Jehovah Roe. The Lord is my shepherd. So we don't really have shepherds anymore. You don't have somebody that sits out in the field with a flock of sheep and it's their job, especially here in America, to make sure the lions don't take them. I have not seen many wild lions in America. Um, there has been stories, well, in Oklahoma, guy let a bunch out, but tigers and stuff. But we don't really have shepherds anymore. So let's talk about what his job was. So one thing that he would do, and we are all referred to as sheep, correct? We are all sheep. So some of us, um, sheep are not smart animals. We'll just, sheep are pretty dumb. And it takes, it takes some firm correction sometimes. So let's imagine we are shepherding. And this little sheep wanders off and it gets tangled out there in the bushes. Well, you know where your sheep are. The shepherd always knows. Now, Jesus talked about he left the 99 to go get that one that stuck out there. So he goes out there and he goes, y'all are the semi smart ones. I'm gonna go get this dumb one over here. So he goes out there and he lets it cry for a minute. He picks it up, takes it back. A couple days later, off it goes. Let's it cry a little bit longer this happens four or five times that fifth time he lets it go and he 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 just stands close by where he can see it and he lets it cry until it has no voice left and then he picks it up and he takes it back if it goes again which it probably will because like i said sheep are dumb i am dumb we are dumb that sheep wanders off, he goes and he grabs it and he grabs that, stretches its leg out and takes that little shepherd's hook and whacks its leg. And then he bandages it and he soothes it. And then where does it go? It goes right across his shoulders until that leg is healed again. We all have some sort of physical scars, spiritual scars that God has given us to correct us to get us back in to the fold. The strength is in the fold. Then he always knows where you are. And yes, as great as it is to be around his neck and have him carry you, you are still just a, a little lamb. And there's no growth. And you will never be able to become a big ram or useful to the, to the body of Christ if you are, just stay there as that little lamb. Now, also in 23.1, we have one of the names that everybody knows, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord my provider. The same name was used in Genesis 22.14. Does anybody know what Genesis 22.14 is talking about? It's when Abraham and Isaac take a little walk. And Abraham's about to do what God told him to do. And at the last second, there's a ram in the bushes. That ram wasn't there before. That ram did not exist. That ram was put there when Abraham said, all right, if I got to sacrifice something that I've waited so long for, I know that you'll give me something better. So here it is. That's what's so hard for us as human beings. God gives us this building and we love it. But what happens when God says, hey, I need you to give this building to somebody else. Well, where am I going to go? Don't worry about that. This is somebody else's. We have to, as a congregation, we have to go, okay, I know it doesn't make sense right now. Because my vision goes this far. But God knows everything about everything and sees everything, right? So in that day comes, and he says, okay, you got to give this to somebody else. Maybe the Methodist church has a coming back together, and they're, they're coming, and they're like, we'd like to come back, and they're, it's a whatever. And they come back and we're like, you know what, we'd like to give it back to you. No money. We're just going to give it back the way that we've fixed it up, whatever the case is. We know that God's going to put us somewhere else that's going to be bigger and better. And it's going to be less than what we got this for. He will provide. You, Brother Sam's talked about how many times that he's had to let go and just let God provide. The widow's cruise of oil, Elijah's meat, parting the Red Sea, shelter for Noah and his family, and anyone else that would have come and repented. That door was open and and it was being built for years. Anybody could have come and said, you know what? I'm sorry. Repented and been in that ship too cloud by day fire by night the quail in the wilderness the manna water from a rock that moved everybody wants to talk about yes water from a rock that's cool but it followed them because that was something that they needed and God provided it you go oh well you know I just I have such big things going on you don't understand he parted a sea He parted a river. And this is something that I like to think about. Did the water go over them? Because God's not going to kill off all the fish and sea life this side of the sea. Or the water, the river. So the water had to keep flowing. So if you just stop it, if I stop water flow here, everything down here gets dry. It didn't say that he stopped, he parted it. So the river kept flowing on both sides. So either it stopped here and just Bluetoothed its way to the other side and then went through. It's not for us to understand. It's just for us to accept. No matter how big the situation seems to you, no matter how far off you think you have wandered, Jesus will provide... If you only believe that He will provide, do you believe tonight that He will provide? Twenty three two gives us the name Jehovah Shalom, the Lord my peace. It is the same name used in Judges six twenty four. When you feel lost and alone just call on his name he will fill you with peace like you've never known when everything is going bad around you I heard of a story of this little kid and their little sit. it was a, like a little boy and his little sister and uh, dad was very abusive and, and, and one night it just every time dad would get abusive they would hide behind the couch dad would get abusive they'd hide behind the couch one night it gets real bad dad gets abusive things go south mom and dad i don't know dad kills mom murder suicide i don't know but uh the the kid gets adopted by a new family police show up and everything you know kid gets adopted by a new family they go to church and there's a picture on the wall of a depictation of jesus and the kid goes i know that guy and they're like you never went to church how do you know who that is and he said every time my my dad started beating my mom and me and my brother or whatever would, or sister would hide behind the couch he'd show up to hold us and comfort us somebody these kids did not grow up in church they were the 99 those two And then by that testimony, imagine that if somebody came in here and was like, oh, I know that guy. And you're like, you've never been in church. Oh, but this bad thing that happened to me, he came and he. But we sit here day in and day out, meeting after meeting, Wednesday after Wednesday, Sunday after Sunday, and we go home as empty as we showed up. Do you know him? Or do you just claim to know of him? I told Brother Sam today this was going to be more encouraging than a lot of my messages have been recently. But 23.3, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord my healer. Mm. Exodus 15.26, it's the same thing. In all things, in his time, Sometimes God heals the mortal wound, but leaves the what is superficial to him for our testimony, for a lesson, to make us rely on him and not on ourselves. These six verses, Brother Branham talked about. Um, so just this one, 23 and 3, over 40 times. It was referenced in 40 different times. And he says. So while I was writing my notes, I hadn't brought up any uh, Brother Branham messages. I like to write what I feel God has given me and then I will go back and see if it's something that, it's scary. I mean, it's scary to me at least. So Brother Branham said about the same thing, about healing. He said, sometimes God will let you still be sick. Sometimes God will still let you be blind or be crippled or this so that you have to turn to him for other things I have been the devil likes to beat me up a lot about my back pain I do not have back pain when I'm in church Not once I don't have neck pain there'll be days it's but we go do something else and I'm like God why will you not heal me of it why has this not been taken away? And then I think, well, I don't have it as long as I'm in church. So maybe I just need to be in his presence more. You know, if you have no pain in his presence, why leave his presence? But that's, that's a whole nother thing. So I think about it. And then I, and I thought about that. And sometimes. Because how many of us, I was talking about this, about dad actually, I'll call him out for a minute. If he had been healed at a very young age, four or five years old, after the arm, the leg, maybe he was somewhere, boom, got him back. Miraculous, it would be great, right? I don't know, I wasn't there. I might not be here if he had been healed. I definitely might not be in Bentley, Kansas. And he might not be a Christian. Because for 71 years now, little things that you might find hard and I might find hard, he just, God, show me a way to do it. Not saying I can't do it, just show me how I can do it. But if he didn't have to look to God and he could just do it and he never knew another way, So we look back at it and we go, well, I'm good. I have these things. But there's been many times that I've just, I've been, so y'all know, I was Air Force for 15 years. I worked on the flight line around the airplanes. We got, I mean, billion dollar war machines. If you ever dropped something, it's called FOD, foreign object and debris. If it damages, it's now foreign object damage. They'll find out who did it. So if you drop anything, You've never heard a flight line get so quiet. It's like everybody knows. Or you just block out everything and you listen. Okay, how many times did it bounce? I've heard stuff fall into planes and I've not been able to find it. You have to find it. You are not going home until you find it. I don't care if it's five days later. You're pulling panels off. They'll pull engines out. It has to be found because that's literally a life or death situation. If that little screw hits something in the engine, and blows the engine out on something like an F-16, commonly known as a lawn dart, because if the engine goes out, it only has one. It's going to the ground. And they got a big pointy antenna, and it literally looks like a lawn dart. There's been multiple times that I've dropped something, and I just... I don't stand a chance to find this thing. There's no way. I have... All my appendages, my eyesight's pretty okay. God, you gotta show me where this is. It might be an ink pen. The ink pen means nothing. But even but just, it was something that I needed at that time. I needed to find that thing after a 12, 14 hour shift. I don't wanna stay eight, 10 more hours. I don't want somebody else to have to come in and pull engines and stuff out because I lost an ink pen God you got to show it to me you got to let me find it and a lot of times it it was real simple sometimes I had to get a little dirty to find it but a lot of times it would be like oh it made it right here on the ground how did I not see that a minute ago just think about the times that you have had to Lord you got to show this to me How do I do this? I know how I want to do it, but how do you want me to do it? If you would do that in every situation, do you realize how much better our lives would be? If we would just say, and you go, oh, well, I'm just going grocery shopping. Okay. Before we were, while we were in England, we were on WIC. We had one income. I didn't make a lot of money, uh, and two babies. So we were on Wick, and so we got a couple stuff, but still. Grocery bills are high. They were high back then. They're even higher now. And there was one time I remember we had I had repented of my ways, and I was living better. We won't say right. I was living better. And we had started paying tithes. And I'm not preaching on tithes. Please understand that. I'm just using this for an example. And we go to the grocery store, and it's just row after row after row of food. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have this kind of money. I know it's stuff that we need. And then they ring it up and it's like 150 bucks. And I'm like, there's way over $150 worth of food in just a couple of those bags. And it wasn't a lot of wick stuff. I mean, that might save, you know, a couple dollars here and there with milk and cheese That's about and formula. That's about all we got. But because I surrendered... And it was something else that I I needed. He stepped in and provided. But how fast are we to then, when the least little thing comes up, we go, oh my goodness, he's left me. I'm out here by myself again. 23.3, Jehovah Sid Canoe. The Lord, my righteousness. We are righteous not by our own works, but by our faith in his works. What Jesus did that finished work. Romans 3, 23 says, for we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now I want to, I want to break that down a little bit. Everybody here has heard that verse, right? Send is past tense. Come is present tense. Some translations say fall. But it's still a current process. You have no righteousness in and unto you yourself. You come short every day. There is nothing that you could do or say to earn you a ticket into heaven it ain't gonna happen even if and we say it a lot of times and we say oh well you know he died for me well even if you had went and took that cross a thousand times you'd have ended up in hell a thousand times there's nothing that you can do in and of yourself to be righteous in his eyes the only way is Jehovah "Canoe, the only way is Jesus Christ. To get that righteousness, to live this life. So everything above it and everything below it, not gonna happen. You can't have it. 23, four. So most of these, like in four, it says, i walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I fear no evil for thou art with me, thy rod, thy staff. So these thys and thous and he's and those are what we're talking about here with the names. They just, because it's all talking about one person. If I was talking about if I'm talking to dad about brother Sam and it's a long story and I go well brother Sam and I and then he and then we and then they whatever and by context you go oh he's talking about Sam or the parkers or whatever context to the previous sentence 23:4 Jehovah shama The Lord is there It's the same as in Ezekiel 48:35 I meant to be turning to these and I've just completely gotten off track of myself. It's back here. I was just testing you. I told you I don't have I don't have any of my cheat sheets now. I got little thumb things, but it just covers. You just want to put it up there for me there? <laughs> Ezekiel forty eight and thirty five. Sometimes I'll cheat and I'll put it in my I'll just type it out oh there it is see I told you it wasn't in my Bible there for a minute 30, 48 and 35 it was round about 18,000 measures and the name of the city that the Lord or that day shall be the Lord is there same thing as is here Jehovah Shama is he here tonight was he here last night will he be here tomorrow how do you know because he said he would I saw a thing the other day that it was a little you know comedy Christian comedy skit and this guy comes in like he's talking to God and he goes you turned her to salt and God's like excuse me he said, Lot's wife, you turned her to salt. What was so bad about her looking back? He said, I told her not to. And he's like, but what's so bad about that? He said, I created everything in four words. I redeemed every, everything and everybody in two. You would think that my words have meaning. So when he says, if two or three are gathered in my name, he will be here, he's here. I believe it. You believe it. Many of us believe it. He's here, yes. and that's what's hard for us because we are touchy feely see people. And we well, I don't feeling. I don't. I don't feel. I didn't feel that good during worship service today. Maybe you didn't feel good coming in today, or uh, you know. Well, I felt like I got in. A, you know, I got an argument with with somebody today, and we shouldn't be at church because we're gonna. What better place? What better place to be than in his presence? I cannot think of a better place to be. I cannot, oh man, you know, you don't understand, I'm real sick, my wife's real sick, my kids are real sick. And? Are you saying that he, your God's not big enough to fix that? Because mine is. Amen. Mine created everything in a couple words. Mine redeemed all of humanity in two words. You do something like that in two words. Is He there when you're on the mountain or down in the valley? at your best or at your worst, when you feel he's left you, remember this. The Lord is there. The Lord is here. He is here with you everywhere you go, everything you do, and everyone you talk to. We had that conversation earlier about when you're talking to somebody, are they talking to you or are they talking to Jesus? Because we say that Jesus is in us, But when you interact with people around you, are they talking to you? If I'm talking to Aaron, am I talking to Aaron and him, or am I talking to Jesus? And Brother Sam said, I guess that depends on you. Because it's hard working a blue-collar job, especially the type of people that you run into every single day. I would much rather work with this group of people every day it's very easy when most of them are also veterans, something that I did most of my life, to fall back into old patterns, to act a certain way, to fit in with that crowd. But the Bible tells us to not be of this world. So next time you're talking to that difficult coworker, that difficult friend, and you want to just be what Satan says, well, just be yourself. Well, who is myself? Because I'm not who I was. Many of y'all in, well, a couple of y'all in here can vouch for that. Most of y'all didn't know me before. I'm not who I was. Praise the Lord. She's very happy for it. I can vouch for that. So when she talks to me, if I have a bad day at work and she talks to me when I come in the door, should she be, feel that she's talking to Jesus or that old man, that old Matthew? Because I don't want to be that guy anymore. But he still wants to rear up. We've talked about that because this is still flesh and blood and bone. I'm not perfect yet. So we still, Satan's going to throw those things in front of you to make you want to go back and do them. Satan's going to throw whatever, alcohol, cigarettes, pornography, lust, cussing, whatever it is. If he knows that it's a stumbling block, it's going to be there all the time. But you have to go, okay, I can do everything you can do Satan and you have to listen to me so I can do more the one living inside of me created you so why do we let him talk us down into this stuff the Lord is here 23 and 5 Jehovah Nisi the Lord my banner what is a banner we think a standard we think of stuff um i was public school and when i i had shared some of this with my youth group at berean most of them were public school so it was a little easier to uh give examples but i'm a just i think everybody can pick up on it so the banner we'll say medieval times you had one person their whole job was to carry a banner Even up to the Civil War, Revolutionary War stuff, there's one guy, his job was to carry a flag. He didn't have a gun, he had a flag. If he fell, what happened? Somebody else threw down a gun and picked up the banner. The banner was to never fall. You lost the war if the banner fell. What is your banner? Are you willing to, when your brother or sister have a hard time and they fall, are you willing to scoop in and pick up that banner in the middle of their battle? Or just go, man, it really looks like they're having trouble. I hope they make it out of that one alive. Are you willing in those times that I work with a couple hundred people? I mean, it's a big shop. Some of y'all got to come see it a couple weeks ago. It's a big shop. There's a lot of people there. And I've, I struggle with this. I'm, I've always said I'll be very transparent. I struggle keeping that banner high when I'm with when I'm at work. It's easy when it's just me and Brother Branham or me and praising and worship songs in my earbuds, but. Am I exuding that? Am I showing other people what I'm doing? Am I sharing what I'm learning with other people? Because they might die on the way home. Last winter, one of my coworkers, he was not on my shift, but he had such a bad car wreck. He was out like four to six months from a car wreck. Just leaving work. It was literally, you could stand in the parking lot and see where he wrecked at. Are we willing to be so bold to potentially lose a friendship over this? Should be. But that's hard. There's people that we, we might have been friends with a long time or they've always been there when we needed this or that. And, and then when that time comes and we, we know God's telling us, hey, Share this and you go, well, it was good seeing you, man. I'm going to get out of here. If God opens the door, step through it. They might get mad and they might walk away a little bit. But that little bit of seed that you just planted. So there's a tree did not plan on on going here but there's a tree it's actually in the bamboo family in china japan that area you plant the seed and have to water it for over five years nothing happens in five years but in nine months or something it grows like 60 70 feet tall in a couple months Because it's been watered for five years. Now the question is, does it do that growth in that many months? Or has it been growing underground and then just moves up in the five years? I don't know. Because if you ever peel it back, guess what happens? The seed dies. If you don't water it for one day, the seed dies. When we plant that seed in our friends and family that are not very receptive, or we don't think they're receptive... It's only your job to love them. Like you said last night, don't beat them over the head with it. I've seen some pretty heavy Bibles. I wouldn't want to get hit over the head with it. I mean, some of these boys can swing a, an axe or a ball pretty hard. I don't want you hit me in the head with a book. And you go, Matt, that's kind of funny. No, that's what you're doing, though. That's what we're doing is we're just, listen to me. If I went up there and I was like, all right, you ready to listen to my message? And I just haul off and slap, you going to stay here or you going to walk out the door? I'm not going to this church anymore. And that's what we're doing. And I've sat in those messages and you immediately just turn it off. Man, look at that stained glass window. And There's some stains on some of this. And I'd, I'd probably repaint that cross a little bit. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's finally over. Now I can go home. I'm sure we've all sat in messages like that. And I know that I do get rough sometimes, but I'm not going to apologize for it. Because we need to hear sometimes, but we need to be encouraged too. So what is your banner? When you're with your friends, what do you hold high at work? When you're all alone, by yourself, And all that's there is your tablet, your computer, your cell phone, whatever the case is. When you're all by yourself, where do you turn? What is your banner? I've talked about it before and we joke about it, that you know, what if we just took one person's phone, every service, and plugged it in and shared everything that they did. Their search history, all their text messages, everything that they said the past week. We'll just do a week. Every service we do a different person's phone. How many people would be willing to bring me their cell phone? We could just do Google search histories. Go to every website you went to this week. And put it right here for everybody to see. Because I'll tell you something. When you're doing it at home and think you're by yourself. Jesus is sitting there with you. That's why you feel bad about it if it's something that you shouldn't be looking at or something you shouldn't be listening to or somebody you shouldn't be talking to. Mm -hmm. 23.5 also. Jehovah Jehovah Mikodeshim, my Hebrew suffering. The Lord my sanctifier. Exodus 31.13. I can find that one. I'm pretty good at finding that one. Exodus 31.13 I just want everybody to understand that these, that the names of Jesus the names of God that are all throughout the Bible are not just on one side or the other we don't just want to there's so many notes in Exodus 31.13 I think it's what I put down Speak thou also unto the children of Israel, saying, verily, my Sabbath ye shall keep for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that ye may know that I am the Lord that doth sanctify you. So we hear that all the time. To sanctify you, to sanctify you, to sanctify. What does that mean? What does the word sanctify mean? So the actual word sanctify, means to set apart for sacred use, to consecrate, to make holy and purify, to give religious sanction to as with an oath or vow. Do you feel sanctified? I know that I'm sanctified, but how often do you feel purified and holy? You are. So how do you feel it? You've been talking about how to get your prayers answered. Well, how do we feel sanctified and holy? How do we take that and walk in it? That's something that I, I really, because if I can feel, we talked about it earlier, if I don't feel any pain when I'm at church, why do I feel pain everywhere else? Is it the faith of everybody else that is making me feel better? Is it my faith because I'm in his presence? Is it because I know that I know that I know that I'm sanctified, purified, holy, and I'm set up for a, um, what I say there, To set apart for sacred use. To give religious sanction as with an oath or vow. There are so many oaths and vows that God gives us in here that we just look past. We just blow right past it like that wasn't meant for me. Oh, that was meant for Sister Vanessa. That wasn't for me. That was meant for Levi, that wasn't meant for me. That's for that's only for the youth. That's not for anybody over the age of nineteen. Everything in here is for everyone in here. And we literally cover from two years old to right now 71. You're the oldest one here. Until Sister Charlotte gets back we cover such a large gambit and everything in there, every vow, every promise is for everyone in here. But it's also for everyone that we run into. We as message believers like to go back to, I've heard it said, I've never done it, thank God, because I'm new to this. I'm the new guy. That Oh, well, they're just, they're bucking the system. They're serpent seed. Oh, they don't believe they're, it's not for you to decide. Plant that seed and water it and love it. I know it's hard. There's some people that just everything about them rubs you wrong. But for some reason they just keep coming back. And you're like, why will you not leave me alone? Oh, you're so funny, man. You don't understand. I don't like you. You're hilarious. I had a guy like that for three and a half years at my first base. I told him so much that I did not like him. And he never, he never, you know, he never listened to me. He just laughed about it. But now I look back at it and I'm like, he's the one that I should have been talking to about stuff like this. But I wasn't where I needed to be i didn't I didn't understand this, know this, whatever the case, as much as I should have to minister to him, but he was that test that now when that happens again, I'm like, okay, here we go. You're another one, but I love you. And by that, this is something that Eric and I have been talking about um, here recently is. When you love somebody, you want to spend time with them. When you truly love them, you also will like them. So if I'm, it's hard, don't get me wrong, because there are those people that you don't want to like. I don't want to like that person, but I know that I have to love them because God loves them. And because Jesus is in me, then Jesus, take the wheel and I'll be along for the ride. Let's, let's love them together and show me how I can love them better. Amen. Amen. We could spend all week just going through the Bible, New and Old Testament of the works of God. We could spend another couple of weeks telling t- testimonies of what he's done is doing in our lives and those that we know and love if we literally looked at everything that he did for one you're still alive brother Sam said it today about sister Michelle Romoli Satan has tried to kill that woman ever since we've known her And and it's her just her love to want to come back and it's going to get bad and it's going to get bad but I mean that poor lady she, she is but she, she still knows where to turn to she hadn't given up she hadn't given up and she's still wanting to learn and that's the want to it's that faith of I know there's something more I know there's something else that I need to go to There's somewhere else that I can go to to get these answers. So, for one, we're all still alive in here today. Um, Joseph and Emma and Ella could have walked, but they didn't have to. They have a vehicle, they have a pretty nice house. Air conditioner gets really cold out there. You're like, oh, but Matt, it's so hot in here. Is it a building? Is it raining on us? Are you sitting down? Did you have to fight Native Americans or swim across crocodile-infested waters? You go, oh, that's not a thing. It is a thing now. It's still a thing today. There are people that are literally swimming across crocodile-infested waters to get to a small group in a little hut to stand up in 100-plus degree temperatures to hear somebody talk about what we're talking about today. Many of us in here... You know, maybe your, your dress was made or you modified it to make it for you. Your clothes were modified by you or your parents or whatever. But do you have clothes? Amen. Are they rags? I mean, this is a pretty old suit, but it's still it's still in decent condition. I had one that was even older. That because it didn't fit me, Aaron now has it. And it's still in decent condition. So we still have clothes and we look out for one, of, one another. But you go, oh, that's just, that's not a big thing. If Satan had his way on everything, you'd have nothing, including your life. Because every one of us that he can take out of not just here, but out of the world, he's one, he feels he's one step closer. There's a shirt at Mardell's that say, I want to live a life that when I die, hell sighs and says, thank God that one's gone. I want to be that guy. I want them to go, I am so glad that Matthew Webster is not there today. I want them to, re- to be able to say, I can finally get a rest because he's asleep for a minute. That's what I want to be. I'm tired of being that one. I've talked about it before. I'm tired of just letting Satan and hell have their way in not fighting back. Brother Wayne's been talking about it here recently in a lot of his sermons. He said, I'm, just, I'm tired of not fighting back. But it's hard for one person to do it. But if we can all draw our swords and we're all fit for battle, so the more that we can show you from here and the more that you study to learn more at home, the more prepared for battle we will be. I showed you eight names. These are eight promises. And there are so many more promises throughout the Bible. But why would anyone not want to be in his presence? Why would you choose your sickness over being in his presence? Yes, he can meet you anywhere. We talked about that. He is here. He is there. He is there. He is there. He fills all time and space. But if you knew, if somebody came running through that door right now, let's go back a couple thousand years and somebody came up to you and said, hey, Jesus is out healing people over at so-and-so's house. Would you still want to sit here or would you want to go see Jesus? If you were alive in that day, Would you and your friends rip the roof off some random stranger's house just to get your other friend to him? It wasn't their house. That's breaking and entering. That was vandalism. But they knew that was the only way to get him to Jesus, and they knew he had to be with Jesus. So why would we not go through the same types of things if this was the only church in the world preaching Jesus Christ? Everybody else is turned away. It's so bad that people are trying to kill us every day. So, so we show up, we lock all the doors. There's bars on the windows, but you know, maybe you don't go here and you know, I got to get to that church. Are you just going to stand outside or are you going to get in that church? You're going to get where he's at. There are few people that have an excuse to watch on that There's really only one or two is the only reason I keep that going all the time. And for the fact that we can go back and listen to it at later times. By the way, little side note, if you didn't know, we have a podcast, it is on Spotify. All messages are broadcast to Spotify also. So if you ever just wanna listen, be able to put it in your pocket, go to work, while you're driving, whatever, don't wanna have the video up, it is there. So there are reasons to not be here. Maybe you're 24 hours away. That's a long drive. People drove a long way to see Brother Branham. But it's a long drive. 24 hours is a long way. I can vouch for that to be back. I mean you've got to take at least one day off of work. Because you ain't going to make it to and from and listen to a message. I had some friends. Friends that collected Jordans the shoes when I was in England and they uh, sometimes they could find the new ones that were being released that they wanted online but most of the time they would travel to London they would travel hours it was two or three hours to get there and then they would sit outside Uh, London's cold in the winter it rains every day so it's always wet And they'd sit outside just to get a pair of shoes in their size. Because they knew that the New Jordans would be at that store. It was the Nike store. So they know that they're going to be there. So if you know that Jesus is going to be here all the time, why would you not come here? Why would you not if the seats are packed and we cannot fit another chair anywhere in this building? There's people sitting up here just so that they can get close and hear a message. And it's pouring rain outside. Maybe you get here a little late. You're going to turn around and go home. You're going to try to squeeze in. You're going to stand right here down the ramp. You're going to stand in the rain to hear a message to see Jesus. Or are you just going to go, well, I didn't really feel good today anyways. We've all fallen short on that, and I guarantee it. We've all had a time that we've just been like, well, I just I woke up, my back hurts a little bit, or I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, or, or uh, it's raining outside. There are excuses. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, okay, people drive long ways. Some people do not drive well in ice and snow, most of Kansas. So it's not so much you driving here. It's everybody else driving around you. Um, And I understand. And that's where grace comes in. Because there were people in Jesus's day that might have known that he was there. But they're like, that's a really long walk. And I have one leg. Do you want to push me in the wheelbarrow? I mean, I'll get in the wheelbarrow. people would travel 10 plus hours just to go hear Brother Branham, go to a Brother Branham meeting. Was it to see a man? Was it to see what some people would call his magic tricks, the hypnotism to fix, you know? Or was it because they knew that Jesus would be there? They knew, if you listen and actually listen a lot of times to his servants a lot of times during prayer lines because he'd give out his cards they'd come up and multiple times I've heard him say I I got a good imagination so I'm really good at imagining things like when I read a book I can see it when I'm listening so I'm imagining brother Branham in his prayer line and then a lot of times he'll be like you right there You're healed of this. They weren't in the prayer line. They didn't get a card. Maybe they got there late. Or he'd be like, the the angel of the Lord is here. He's sitting right there. And you're just like, and you know, everybody in that row is just. (laughs) He also said that the picture of the pillar of fire. Um, over him that was taken. He said that we are more blessed having the picture and being able to see it than many of those that were there. Because we've talked about this, how you can sit on a pew with somebody and you might enter into another dimension. You could come back. We talked about it today. You could come back with a grape the size of a watermelon. And this person goes, where'd they get that from? They don't know what's going on. And they're on the same pew. They're in the same room. This room ain't that big. We all feel how hot it is. If you put a fan in the back, we would all feel the air from the fan. It's not that big. So how can one person go into it? How could one person see that was a large pillar of fire? How can one person see it and nobody else in the room does? They came expecting to see something. They came because they said, I know that Jesus will be in that room. I know that I know that I know that no matter what, I will walk out a different person than what I walked in. Do we come here today? Do we come here on Sundays and Wednesdays? Maybe it's a Wednesday that we had a horrible day. Maybe nothing went right at work. Maybe you and the boys argued about everything about everything. Not just where to eat but how fast you're driving or that's the wrong tool for the job or that's not white, that's eggshell. Who knows? Everything. You argue about everything and then you come in here. Are you going to walk out the same way? I hope you don't even walk in the same way. Just like you said last night about the guy that would leave all of his burdens on that tree. I pray that we leave the same thing out there on the sidewalk. Don't bring it in here. But if it does sneak in dragging on you like a ball and chain, I know a chain breaker. Let's get it broke and cast it back out. Singers and musicians can come back. I hope that everybody can just look at Psalms 23 on the couple of names that I gave today. Those eight names. It's only six verses. There's eight names in six verses that cover anything that you will need. Provider, healer, he's here. What do you need today? It's in Psalms 23. There's a lot more Bible to tell you the same thing. I'm gonna pray and then we can sing. Father, thank you. Thank you for using me as your vessel. Thank you for bringing your word here today. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for being our provider, our healer. Thank you for sanctifying us. Thank you for making us righteous in your eyes. We, we, We are nothing without you, Lord. I am nothing without you. I surrender my all. Everything, every stitch of my being, everything that you have made me good at, I give back to you right here tonight, Father. And I ask that if there is anyone here that needs a touch from you, Lord, that they will step out and come up here to your altar. They will come and they will lay down their heavy burdens. Let them take up your yoke it is easy. You said that you would carry those things for us. And I just ask God that you give them the strength to take that first step. I thank you, Lord, for everything that you have done, what you are doing and everything that you will do in the future. I praise your name, Jesus. And we ask these things you My Savior, my healer, and my friend.
1: It's just as true as every other promise of God. It's just as true. What do you have need of tonight? What do you have need of tonight? Let's bow your heads right now. Close your eyes. Whatever is on your heart right now, whatever that you need from the Lord right now, don't wait another moment say maybe I'll get it tomorrow maybe I'll get it the next day right now he's in the room right now to meet your needs don't walk out that door not getting that whatever you have need of tonight he promised he would take care of it he would supply all of your needs this is his promise heavens and earth will pass away but his word cannot fail we're going to go to prayer right now And you take that need, you take that desire, whatever God has, whatever you've been talking to him about, whatever you've been going through, whatever test that might have seemed to get too big this week, or maybe the struggle or the heat of the fire was hotter this week than it's ever been. You take that request right now. Let's take it to him. Dear precious, wonderful Lord Jesus, how beautiful you are, Lord. How kind and patient and long-suffering and merciful and wonderful and mighty, Lord. Lord, there is not one thing in our life, not one thing in our life that you are not capable of bringing into order and relation with your word. There's not one thing in our life that's too big for you. There's not one thing on this planet that's too big for you, for you actually made the planet as well. Lord, please correct our mind, correct our thoughts, correct our ideas, Lord, and correct our assumptions that, that we got to keep on with whatever we've been struggling with, that we've got to take one more day with whatever it is that we're going through. We don't have to go one more day. Lord, you meet your word. You're true. Your word is the only thing that is true. These bodies will pass away one day. They won't be here, but your word is still true. And that soul that you've redeemed that's in our heart, Lord, it, what a mighty God you are, Lord. What a strange way, a strange avenue to get to a soul, to, to have a soul that would long for you and live for you and trust you, Lord. But Lord, that's the way, that's the test, that's the struggles that in those moments that we find you we're not meant to go through these things just for our destruction we're not meant to go through these things just to be beat up or beat down Lord but they're in that, in every fire it's meant to us to see your face and to see you more clearer and to know you more Lord help us Father even through our weaknesses even through our struggles Lord every, every time we've fallen flat on our face Lord every time we've failed you every mistake we've ever made Lord God I beg you forgive us We repent right now, Lord. Have mercy. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on my brother. Have mercy on my sisters tonight, Lord God. Let your shed blood once again wash us clean, Lord, from every sin stain. Lord, take away every doubt, every bit of unbelief from our heart, Lord God. And Lord, fill it with faith. Fill it with trust. Fill it with love, Lord. Not just love for you, but love for one another. Help us here tonight, Lord. Lord, I pray you would move tonight for my brother and my sister in a very powerful way. Lord, I believe with all my heart that you were here. And our prophet said that every time you come around, something good happens. Lord, I believe you're the giver of every good gift. Lord, we love you tonight. We have needs tonight, Lord God. We want more of you, Lord. We must have more of you, Lord. Lord, I myself, I want a closer walk, Lord. Help us here in this place, Jesus. We love you. We worship you and we adore you, Lord. Thank you for loving us. Thank you, Lord, for putting these things in our brother's heart, Lord. Thank you for giving him the courage to stand and speak it, Lord God. It'd be easy just to hold back some part. Maybe that part's uncomfortable. Maybe that might be awkward, Lord, but it's true. Your word is true, Lord. Your word knows how to go down to the thoughts and the ideas, the imaginations, the things we've done, the very dividing of bone and marrow. Or your word can get the job done. We thank you for your mercy, Lord. We surrender all that we are to you, Lord. We ask you to forgive us of every sin, every shortcoming, every mistake. We ask that you forgive us, Lord, for not being more on fire for you, not to be hungry, that we've not had enough of a hunger or thirst for you, Lord. For we, for that, we want more of you, Lord, but we've let things of life, things of this world distract us and take our attention, take my attention, take my focus, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Have mercy on us, Jesus. Help us, we pray, Lord. In your wonderful name, Amen. Of need Light tonight, darkness,
2: lead prayer. Yes, my Come God, that is who You are. You are. Oh, You are way maker, miracle worker, a promise keeper. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who You are. I worship you. I worship you. Oh, you are here. You're working in this place. I worship you. Lord, I worship Promise keeper, light in my darkness, my God, that is who you are. Oh, yes, Lord, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in my darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here. Healing every heart. I worship you. I worship you. Oh, you are here turning lives around. I worship you. Oh, I worship you. Thank you, Lord. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in my darkness, my God, that is who you are, oh yes you are, waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in my darkness, my God, that is who you are, even when even when I don't see that you're working even when I don't see, feel that you're working you never stop you never stop working you never stop you never stop even when I don't see that you're working even when I don't feel that you're working you never stop you never stop working you never stop oh Even when I don't see that you're working Even when I can't feel that you're working You never stop, you never stop working You never stop Oh, you are a way maker Miracle worker, promise keeper Light in my darkness My God, that is who you are Oh, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in my darkness, my God, that is who you are. Healing is here. Oh, healing is here. Oh, healing is here. Oh, thank you, Lord. And I receive it. Oh, healing is here. Oh, healing is here, oh, healing is here, oh, and I believe. look to you, my rock, my healer, I trust in you, freedom is here, oh freedom is here, oh yes, oh freedom is here. Freedom is here. Oh, oh, and I receive it. Oh, for freedom. I lift my hands I lift my hands To the heavens I lift my eyes Where my help comes from And I look to you You're my rock, my healer I trust in you Your perfect love is casting out fear Oh, and you are the God of all power And it is your will that my life is healed Oh, and sickness can stay any longer because your perfect love is casting out fear oh yes you are the god of all power and it is your will that my life let's sing satan can't stay oh satan can't stay any longer Because your perfect love is casting out fear. Oh, and you are the God of all power. And it is your will that my life is here. One more time. Oh, yeah. And Satan can't stay any longer because your perfect love is casting out fear. Oh, and you are the God of all power, and it is your will that my life is here. I live. Hands, or to the heavens, I lift my eyes. Where my help comes from, and I look to You, my rock, my healer. I trust in. strength when I am weak you are the treasure that I seek you are my all in all seeking you as a precious jewel. I want the Holy Ghost to rule you are my all in all O oh God, my Jesus, O oh Lamb of God, you're so worthy, yes, your name, O oh my Jesus, O oh Lamb of God, you're so worthy is your name oh hallelujah taking my sin my cross my shame rising again I bless your name you are my all in all When I fall down, you pick me up. When I am dry, you fill my cup. You are my all in all. Oh, God, my Jesus. Oh, Lamb of God, you're so worthy. your name, your name. Jesus, O oh Lamb of God, O oh worthy, worthy is his name. Sing it one more time. Oh presence and nothing like the presence of the Lord. There's nothing like the presence. Oh, nothing like the presence. There's nothing like the presence of the Lord. Oh, I am free, oh, I'm free in His presence. Oh, I am healed, I am healed in His presence. Oh, I'm forgiven, though I'm not the same. I am changed forever. In His presence, nothing like it. There's nothing like the presence. There's nothing like the presence. There's nothing like the presence of the Lord. Oh yes, there's nothing like the presence. There's nothing like the presence. There's nothing like the presence of the Lord. Oh, I am he, free in His presence. Oh, I am healed in His presence. Oh, I forgive. I am not the same. I am changed forever in His presence. Do you believe it? Sing, I am free. I am free in His presence. Oh, I am healed in His presence. Oh, I'm forgiven. I am not the same. I am changed forever in His presence. Touching Jesus is all that really matters. Oh, and my life will never be the same. There's only one way to touch Him. Oh, you must believe when you call on His name. Oh, touching Jesus is all that really matters. will never be the same Oh, and there's only one way to touch Him Oh, you must believe when you call on His name Sing it one more time to Him Oh, touching in Jesus, it's all that really matters. Oh, and my life will never be the same. Oh, and there's only one way to touch. anybody know about the power of Jesus? Oh, I do. Oh, yes. Oh, I do. Oh, oh, oh. does anybody know about the power of Jesus? Oh, I do. Oh, yes. I do, oh, does anybody know about the love of Jesus, oh, I do, oh, yes, I do, oh, does anybody know about the love of Jesus, oh, I do, hallelujah. Oh yes, I do. Oh, I do. Oh yes, I do. Oh, does anybody know about the grace of Jesus? Oh, I do. Oh, I do. Oh, Does anybody know about the power of Jesus? Oh, I do. Oh, yes, I do. I do. Yes, I do. Hallelujah. Oh, and grace, oh God, and favor, oh, and right now is the moment, and today is the day I've been changed, oh, I've been changed. And I've waited, yes, I've waited for this moment to come. And I won't let it pass me by singing. And I won't go back. I can't go back to the way it used to be, before your presence came and changed me, oh, I won't go back, I can't go back, to the way it used to be, before your presence came, as his presence changed you, oh. I found joy Oh and peace Oh and favor Oh I found joy Oh and peace Oh and grace Oh and favor Oh and right now is that moment Today is the day I've been changed Oh, I've been changed And I've waited, yes, I've waited For this moment to come And I won't let it pass me by Singing, I will go back I can't go back to the way it used to be before your presence came and changed me. Oh yes, I will go back. I can't go back to the way it used to be before your presence came and changed me. I don't want to be that guy I want to be a sold out devil stomping Demon fleeing child of God A child of God That's what we are We are a family We've got our swords ready Do not fear I've been struggling lately with fear so so small The devil will make it so big God told me last night, he said, He said, I've seen where you've already put your footprints. I've seen where you've walked. Why should you fear? When I'm beside you every single every single step of the way. When the demons and the devils are telling you you should be afraid. Don't be He's our peace. He's our Hallelujah! Do you love Him? Hallelujah! I will not fear. I won't fear anymore. I've got the King by my side, and He's already He's already won my battle. Hallelujah. God, we believe for it move the unmovable break the unbreakable god we believe god we believe for it from the impossible we'll see the miracles god we believe Yes, we believe, God, we believe for it. Oh, you said it. Oh, I believe it. Oh, you said it. Oh, and it is done. Oh, you said it. Oh, you said it, oh, it is done. Move the unmovable, break the unbreakable. God, we believe, we believe. God, we believe for it from the impossible. We'll see a miracle God, we believe God, we believe for it Oh, you said it Oh, I believe it Oh, you said it And it is done Oh, it's done you said it oh I believe yes oh you said it and it is I uh, sing it one more time you said it you said it oh I believe it you said it unmovable. Break the unbreakable. God, we believe. God, we believe for it from the impossible. We'll see. That is what I long to do. I give you praise. For you are my righteousness. Oh Lord, I worship you. Almighty God, oh yes, there is none like you, I thank you, Lord, there is none like you. Oh, no one else can touch my heart like you do, oh. I could search for all eternity long And find there is none like you Lord, I worship you Almighty God Oh, there is none like you Oh yes, I worship you, the Prince of Peace. And that is what I long to do, I give you the praise. And for you are my righteousness, God, I worship you, Almighty God, there is none like you, I worship him, oh, there is none like else can touch my heart like you do. I could search for all eternity long and find there is none like you. Oh, there is none like you. Hallelujah, no one else can touch my heart like you do. I could search for all eternity long and find there is none like you. I could search for all eternity long and find there is none like you Hallelujah. Is there none like him? There's no one like him. We have found no one like him. My brother said earlier, he, he said the words, let there be. And there was. Hallelujah. We wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't be here today without him. He's the only thing that has kept us straight on this path. To keep us this way, to keep us from all these demons. He has been there beside us through it all. And through it all, He will continue to be beside us until we reach that heavenly shore. And then we can be beside Him. We can sit beside Him in heavenly places. Sing this to Him. I love you, Lord. Oh, for your mercy never fails all my days I've been held in your hands you've been held from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head oh I will sing of the goodness of God oh You have been faithful, oh yes, all my life you have been so, so good, with every breath that I am able, oh I will sing of the goodness of God. I love your voice, I love your voice. Oh, you have led me through the fire, and in darkest nights, you are close like no other. I've known you as a father, oh yes, and I've known you as a friend, and I have lived in the goodness of God. Oh. You have been faithful. He's been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able. Oh, I will sing of the goodness. Your goodness is running after me. You have been faithful, oh, and all my life you have been so, so good, with every breath that I am able, oh, I will I'm expecting testimonies from tonight. Hallelujah. God changed lives tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, we will have refreshments, a few refreshments afterwards. Just meet over there in the fellowship hall. Let's um, bow our heads and just dismiss in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you with all our hearts. Lord, I know we say that a lot, but Lord, we mean it. Lord, we mean it with every, every single atom in our soul, Lord, we mean it. Lord, we love you, and we cannot stop telling you how much we love you. Lord, we thank you for all these things you've done for us. Lord, and everything you will do, everything you'll do tomorrow, Lord, I thank you for this magnificent service, Lord. You met us in this room, Lord. Hallelujah. You've met us here tonight. Lord, souls were changed. Souls were changed for you, God. We changed for you, Lord Jesus. Lord, be with us as we make it to the fellowship hall. And as we make it home tonight, Lord, just give us an extra blessing, Lord, for coming out tonight. And let us come back tomorrow refreshed and ready to stomp the devil no matter what. We will slice his throat tomorrow. Lord, we thank you for these things and thank you for giving us the strength, oh God, we love you with all our hearts. And in your most holy name, God's children said, Amen and Amen. You may be seated, and you may be dismissed tonight. Go in the fear of the Lord. Oh, I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life all over my life all around i see the promises in fulfillment all over my life all over my life oh yes i do oh all throughout my history Your faithfulness has walked beside me. Oh, the winter storms made way for spring. Oh, in every season from where I'm standing, I see the evidence of your goodness over my life all over my life all around me I see your promises and fulfillment all over my life all over my life oh help me remember when I'm weak oh fear may come, but it will leave. Oh, you lead my heart to the victory. Oh, you are my strength and you always will be. I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life. All over my life, oh, I see your promises and fulfill, and all over my life, all over my life, all over, all all over my life, all over my life, all over, all over my life. All over over my life. life